The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hey there and happy Thursday. So I wanted to just say that I've talked a lot about planning, launch planning, mapping out your year, mapping out your launch. And I often get questions about how useful is it really uh, to do this type of planning. And specifically, now that we're hitting the last couple of months of the year, how useful is end of the year planning and how useful is goal setting? So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, but I also want to point you in the direction. If you're looking for planning advice for your launch, you can, there'll be a a link to the playlist that I created over on Spotify. And now we're slowly but surely getting all the episodes over on the YouTube channel. So you'll have a link to that as well. And I do apologize, last week the email that went out, I think one of the emails went to a link that I didn't even know you didn't have access to. So I apologize for that. If you tried that, you're like, eh, I have to go to Spotify now. But hopefully that was fine. And hopefully you were still able to listen to that episode. So let's talk about planning. All right. So there are a few different kinds of people. And I don't want to say two kinds, three kinds, but I'm going to talk about three kinds of people when it comes to planning. First, there are just the straight up planners, planner, people who want to set their vision early for the coming months, the coming year, for the coming launch, for each individual project. And they want to make sure that they are creating uh, a plan that there's an amount of time in advance. They can make sure they have everything, everything listed out so they don't have to think about a thing. Okay. And those people generally use, and, and they can use digital, physical planning systems, you name it. There are the planners, planners who know that planning works for them. Then there are also planners who do something similar, but don't have the confidence or or worry rather that they are doing it wrong and they aren't sure if they're even going to reach their goals. So they plan, but they plan reluctantly. They're like, I don't even know if this is going to work. I don't even know why I'm doing this because last time I did it, I didn't even do anything. Um, And I get that. The thing that happens to sometimes people when they're planning things is if they go through a project that they have planned out, and I've seen this happen time and again, that if the plan doesn't work out the way you think it is, you question your ability to plan, right? Especially if you don't make it through all the things. And planning is a skill, just like anything else in your business. The the fact that you didn't get to something just gives you information for the next plan you create. 
The third type of planner, and I'm lumping you all in together if this is you, is people who don't like planning. Maybe you've said making plans makes God laugh at you or something like that. Or making a plan is planning to fail. <laughs> something like that. It's a very jaded, I don't plan because plans always get interrupted. And you've just lost the initiative to plan. So you approach things in a number of different ways. And I'll talk about one of those ways here today. Now, I'm sure, like I said, that there are other types of people who plan and don't plan. But let's talk about how or actually why I believe it is useful to make your map, create your plan for the next year, first of all. I'm probably going to slip in why it's important to make your launch map as well. But in general, I'm giving you a little bit of a hint. We're making a map. We're making a map for where we're going, right? And the thing about creating any kind of map for a project or for a period of time is that it gives you a direction to continue moving in and or it lets you know you need to stop going in the current direction. So it just, it gives you something of intention to do. And all we're looking at for is that way to go, that direction, that thing that draws us to the next thing. So it might give you that goal. Okay, yeah, this project gets me from here to there. And you keep that goal in sight the whole time. And as an exercise, if you can sit with the fact that it's giving you maybe just the first leg of your journey. And at some point at the end of whatever you're planning, you might say, I think I want to make some changes. And then you make another big chunk of a change so that then it brings you forward again. So it helps you take intentional steps towards those things you want and actually then highlights the things that maybe you decide you don't want. And that's fine. Also, if you can look at plans, goals, vision, for the upcoming year or quarter, and know that you'll correct your actions as you move forward, you won't actually feel so stressed out by the plan. Like, what if I don't follow through? The fact that you've created it has put you in line to where you're headed. And of course, just like I've heard this analogy many times, but like a an airplane going across the country, they might be on autopilot. And that autopilot is course correcting ever so slightly just to stay on track and sometimes the pilots have to come on and be like, hey, we need some gas and they something happens and they have to or maybe there's bad weather and they have to go into a different direction. So just know that those changes are natural and they may happen. So when you don't feel so triggered by those changes, then you're like, OK, yeah, I want a plan. I want my direction. And the plan doesn't set anything in stone except for your immediate intention. And if you can stick with the plan for at least a couple of months, or at least you decide where those chapters are that you're going to stop and make sure that you're still headed in the right direction, then that's great, too. It gives you, well, it gives your current ideas, it gives all of your important ideas direction and intention. And who doesn't want that, right? Because you have to give those ideas a chance. You have to give them a chance to become, you know, realized. So in a word, yes, planning for the end of the year is valuable. Let's talk about two different ways you might plan and why why I I like one type over the other. <laughs> okay, so first, there's piecemeal planning. 
you decide on a general target and maybe you have a goal set in mind, oh, I'm going to launch in December. And then you just start working without mapping everything out. You just start doing things like you can, you might like every single day create like a to-do list, do those things. Next day, create the next little to-do list, do those things. But there's no clear what's coming next. Everything is decided in the moment. And one thing I'll tell you about this is you might notice that there's some added stress each time you have to sit and figure out what to do next. I've definitely spoken to lots of people who do this type of planning because they don't want to think too far in advance or it's too much. And I get that. But if you can start flexing that muscle, we're building muscles as we're doing, as we're launching. But if you can flex that muscle a little bit and instead of maybe if you're doing it every single day, you're writing your like little to-do list or you're doing one thing at a time. Try to do a couple of days at a time, then maybe five days at a time, or maybe say, this is what I'm going to accomplish this week, or, and then maybe you build up to, this is what I'm going to do over the next two weeks so that you can build that confidence for yourself, that you can have a clear list of things that need to be done for your launch, for whatever the thing is, and keep moving forward. And then in terms of your end of the year plan, do the same thing. Build up to a month at a time. And maybe it starts with reviewing your month right now. Review what happened last month in October or whatever. whenever you're listening to this, what happened the last month? And what would you like to do differently in the coming month? And then you might actually come out of that with a month-long plan. Some people do have a hard time and I don't know, maybe question whether it's even realistic to look at a full year. But I still say looking at your 12 months, like 12 boxes on a piece of paper or 12 post-it notes put on a wall or whatever, that you can at least come up with a general when you want to do certain things during the year. And that then informs other things that need to happen before those bigger things happen. So just know that the more, the longer distance between your plan and the actual doing to make that plan happen, it really can lower the stress. And I've talked about this before, but there's something known as cognitive load and repeated tasks that you know what you're doing. When you stop and have to try to make decisions that like, like depletes, let's say you have a gas tank for all of your thoughts in a day, it just depletes that tank a little bit every time you have to make a new decision. And if you haven't done it before, now, if you have done it before, then great, you probably have a plan. But if you haven't done something before and you're not really sure what to do next, it depletes it just by thinking about it, just by trying to figure it out. And so imagine you're doing that every single day or you're doing it every week. And think about how much more space your brain has and power your brain has when you can expand that to a month, two months, three months. Again, you're not expecting things won't change. You're not expecting things are set in stone. You're giving yourself a direction and you're giving yourself ease. So that's piecemeal planning and how to maybe get out of that a little bit. And next is really just there's advanced planning, which to me allows you to play, have fun with it, 
dream a little bit, create a map for yourself that will inspire you, bring you into that new year, and also give you a horizon to keep your eye on. You're still, you're setting kind of targets for yourself. You're setting like, this is where I'm destinations for yourself. Now, again, you might decide you want to change that destination and that's okay, but give yourself that destination. Lock in on it. You decide things in advance, you figure out what time you have to do things, and guess what? You have fewer decisions that need to be made as you're working on a launch or working on a project. And fewer decisions leads to lowered stress and lowered cortisol. I need to do that. That's me. I need to lower my cortisol. So the less stress you tend to feel, If you are giving yourself stuff that has already been figured out, yep, doing that today, yep, doing that, it's already figured out. And then also you're giving yourself the space to figure out, to not really get in your head about, I don't know if I really should do that or not. You've done all the thinking about it. Also, when you map things out in advance, you give your audience, you give the people in your audience the gift of a complete thought. Let's say a project or something you want to do in the new year, it, there's a there's a buildup to it, right? And it's almost like I've I used to say this that launching is like a is like a song. It's like a crescendo. It starts very fades in, and then you ramp up, and then it the launch doors open, and then things calm down. That's a complete thought. A song is a complete thought. Something that makes sense. It has a structure that feels you're saying things that that you want to say at the right time. You're thinking through whether how much you want to say, how many emails, how much social media, instead of just feeling like you're releasing things standalone, like one at a time. Oh yeah. Okay. Today's Thursday. It's the last day my cart's open. I should write an email today. It's even worse when you leave tasks like that to happen during your launch. You want to get as much planned and then done and built before your launch doors open. The more you can do that for your launches, then basically you can take those plans and pop them into your years. So the, oh yeah, that's right. I started only four weeks before that launch. So I'm going to need another month before that to get started as well. It's just a, an example. So, but really it is your choice. I'm just going to say like exhaustion and stress as you make decisions on the fly, if you want that, or less stress, more coherence in your ideas, more intention in the way you think through things in advance. Doesn't mean you have to change, doesn't mean you won't want to change your mind throughout the process, but you get to aim yourself in a clear direction, which will give you a much better chance of reaching your goals. So I do highly recommend doing that. Create a map. That's all I say. Try it for the for your next launch, for your next project, for something you're working on right now, and maybe for your next 12 months even. So I've got a couple planning courses. One of them isn't quite updated yet, the 12-month one, but the launch planning course is, and that really gets you building a building block for that bigger plan, right? You can head over to ansamorelove.com forward slash PWM, plan with me, PWM. And my hope for you is lower stress, a clear plan, a clear roadmap for you so you don't have to 
be thinking about it constantly. Okay, what has to happen next? What has to happen next? Launches do not need to be so stressful, okay? All right, I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you Monday. Hope you have a great one. And here's to planning in advance. Here's to spending some time thinking about the next 12 months. No matter when you're listening to this, you can pause now and you can think about what you want to accomplish. What do you, What is happening for you and your business over the next 12 months? All right, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.